Welcome to another episode of Base News Network. I am Sophie, aka Genovarka. I'm here with Punk Revolution Now, aka Kayo. And I am here with a very special guest, the critically acclaimed diarist and internet personality, Mackenzie. You know her from TikTok. She got those unhinged diary entries. You know, <laughs> you know her. Hey. They're, well, they're unhinged, but they're beautiful. They're like gorgeous writing. So that wasn't an insult, of course. No. So. No, They're far more interesting good. than any diary entry I could ever hope to write. So we're hey. with the modern day, the modern day Joan Didion, <laughs> Sylvia Plath. And of course, we must address you were in the same psych ward as Sylvia Plath, right? Is yes, that true? I was. I was in the same psych ward. I was sent away in college to the same psych ward that Sylvia Plath went to and Girl Interrupted was based off of. Oh, my God. I know. so I know. I want to get into that, but like, I don't know. Sophie, you, you gotta feel. go. Yeah, it's Sophie. Let's. It is kind of me? iconic. It is kind <laughs> of iconic. My boyfriend just said I needed to go to the psych ward. Yeah, but like, no, I, never, I, I, I would love to go. Actually, honestly, I'd like to go, like, just to see. Like, it's kind of beautiful. I mean, the campus is kind of gorgeous. This I kind of want to know the details, but like, we have to get into the news, right? Yes. So, Maybe we can we can put a pin in her and get back to that. But um, we've got a lot yes, of questions. Quite, we got a we got a lot of questions. So more on that later. But of course, we got to talk about the news because we're a news podcast, mm-hmm. um, and we're going to shift our attention to Florida as usual. Um, Kyle, do you want to get into this? A yes. Florida woman but, oh, did yeah, a thing. Yeah, absolutely. So this is epic. Florida being super epic. Uh, no, this is that's that, that was sarcasm. This is not epic. So there was a teacher um, in Florida who was teaching a fifth grade class, and they had some standardized testing. This was a science teacher. They had they had standardized tests they had to take. The test fin- the the class finished the standardized testing early, so the teacher put on the Disney movie Strange World for the classroom. And the teacher said they they put this movie on because it's a Disney movie that's, you know, about, like, taking care of the planet. Pretty, you know, low-key, family-friendly movie taking care lie, of the planet. I've never, I've never heard of this film. Is this new? Came out in 2022. It's... So, yes, it is, yeah. it is okay. new. Okay. It is new. So, so, one of the characters, and I watched a clip from the movie that has gotten this teacher under investigation, which is the the news. Damn. She's under, she's under uh, state investigation. So, the clip was basically... One of the characters in Disney was talking about a crush they had back home and how they were excited to see them. And this was a guy talking, and then, you know, the the character is talking about his crush being another guy. You know, just like just like very casually, he's he's not going into detail about you know how he's gay or anything. It's just like he he just literally acknowledges the fact, like it, it's implied that he's gay. Obviously, if he's a man talking about his crush who happens to be another man. That's it. And basically what happens, one of the, t- the students reports the teacher for this. 
Oh my god, uh, what a snitch. Yeah. Wait, yeah, a I know, student? Right? A student reported Ugh. the teacher. And and this has this has led to a full blown uh investigation of the teacher investigating seeing if this teacher violated the 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 law that was passed last year in Florida no, that a lot of people know is like the the don't say gay law. Yeah. Um so you know this is absolutely insane because you know I remember last year during the debates about this don't say gay law. Lots of people on you know the left and just reasonable people were like, hey, I think acknowledging the existence of gay people shouldn't be against the rules for teachers. You know, Mm -hmm. maybe they don't, maybe they shouldn't talk with, you know, eight year olds about like sex, you know, that's fine. If we we don't want to teach them about sex, that's, you know, one thing. I actually personally think it's actually totally reasonable (laughs) to teach kids about, you know, teach kids about sexuality, but whatever. But the point is, is like, a lot of people on the right were responding, no, that's just kind of like you're exaggerating. The law is not going to be that intrusive. Like it's just we just don't want kids to talk about sex in the classroom. And then there's this movie. It's literally a Disney movie for kids that just acknowledge just, just happens to have a gay character. The fact that he's gay is not a major plot point. They don't talk about it much. It's just like a brief moment where you it's unreal. Yeah, un- it's, like unraveled classic, that this- it's like a classic Disney like gay moment where Thing it's where like, like yeah it's, where they're like yeah. it's one Always second the same. Got, like a gay moment yeah yeah literally like it's like what's the what, what was that one we saw oh oh light year light year <laughs> yes <Yeah. laughs> there's like a gay character for two seconds and yep. then they they die they made a really big deal out of um who's gaston's friend in beauty and the beast what's his name oh yeah that i don't remember they were like like, they were like he's gonna have an exclusive gay moment he's gonna have an exclusive gay moment in the new live action film (laughs) and it's literally just him being like you look good gaston and that's like it literally it's so funny like they don't even do that much like i know (sighs) like it's it's actually crazy it's scary that that like it also freaks me out that a student reported it. Like, damn, y'all, you're annoying. yeah, you're eight years old and a cop. Yeah. That like sucks. This is the True. this is the just for context. This is the Department of Education investigating her. Oh my god! Um, <laughs> and I I, I want to be clear. This is like something that the teacher, you know, this is this is something that the teacher from like the right wing media has actually gotten a lot of criticism for. Like, I think for us, myself, Sophie, I'm guessing Mackenzie, like, we can kind of agree, like, no, nothing wrong with, like, a, just, like, it's, like, just a gay person happens to exist in the movie, you know? No, like, no forcing any political views down people's throats, unless you think just, like, being aware that gay people exist is a political belief, which mm-hmm. it's not. It's just a fact, you know? But, you know, the teacher has been under a lot of criticism from right-wing media. Like, lots of people are, are saying the teacher, teacher's lying, is trying to, like, put, put her foot in the door to get, you know, conversations about sexuality and going to the students. Like, absolutely insane stuff. The investigation is already absolutely disturbing and shocking. And, like, teachers are going to be walking on eggshells, you know, if, like, any sort of media or conversation... like. Gay people are everywhere. Like that's just a fact. You know, they're they're a significant part of our population. If you if you have to like be scared to like accidentally turn on a movie that's gonna have a gay person, you're gonna get investigated and fired. 
That is a horrifying environment for teachers. And then also, I'm just terrified by the fact that a lot of conservatives are like on board with this. Like this is what they they want. And it, it seems like a huge um, like reversion in the LGBTQ like debates and is conversations. Isn't it not? Isn't it like? Is this not like uh, against the First Amendment though? Like, I don't like. I know the First Amendment doesn't protect everything, but. Like, I don't know. I don't know. It's like, come on. I feel like if the Supreme Court was like decent, maybe they would intervene and be like, hey, I think teachers can like say, you know, gay people exist or whatever. But I think probably because the Supreme Court She didn't even say is, like, that. She literally just showed a move. Like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Bro. I know. And it's like, I think the big, you know, a lot of people are saying, you know, you can't, you know, conservatives who are reacting to this are saying you can't, you know, expose children to like sexuality but the thing is is like no one bats an eye when there's a a straight relationship in a movie which is also by the way exposing kids to sexuality it's exposing them to Mm -hmm. heterosexual sexuality but that's obviously not a problem for people who are losing their minds over this so yeah like like in conclusion that eight-year-old is lame as fuck Truly. Yeah, whoever reported it just yeah, you suck. Bro's like Your parents bro's suck like, too by the way. This this person is the the kind of kid to be like, "Teacher, remember the homework? Uh, you forgot to ask us to turn it in." Uh, <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Yeah. So th- I can't just, I've, yeah. yeah. I I don't know what to make of it. I I um I I guess I, you know, this is like I remember when I was younger, when I was when I was like 13, 14, 15 and like gay marriage was illegal. And that was a big fight to get gay marriage to be legalized. And like this conversation was like very relevant 10 years ago. But it kind of felt to me like once gay marriage was legalized and even like in opinion polling, a lot of Republicans kind of became more accepting of gay marriage and just gay people in general, even though they might, you know, still harbor, like, religious homophobic beliefs. This, to me, feels like we just took a time machine, like, 10 years ago, where, oh my god, are we are we seriously debating if we need to hide the existence of gay people, like, in schools? Like, that is actually, like, it's, yes, it's scary. It's, it's very, you know, it's very clearly like scapegoating trying to to target minorities create fear around minorities um and well florida's florida kind of sucks ass now i guess that's the that's the lesson well florida's been sucking you you lived in florida right kyle i did live in florida i did live in florida um it's interesting florida used to be a swing state you know you used to be Lots of, you know, liberals that were chill, lots of Republicans that weren't so chill. But, you know, overall, the weather in Florida is nice, I guess. There's beaches. It's a nice kind of... It's, well, it's, you were it's like a, a little we, kid, right? Like I had a good time there as a little kid, you know. Um, but I actually have a family member that used to live in Florida. And they ended up... They left Florida because they were like, it's just become Trump country. Everywhere, just Trump flags and Trump, you know, it's just, it's not even like, oh, these are Republicans who I disagree with. It's like, this is like a state that's totally dominated by like the most toxic reactionary p- 
politics ever. And, you know, you got old people moving there for retiring, lots of younger people leaving who can't handle the Trump chaos. So I don't think it's a surprise now Trump is, like, firmly a right-wing state. Florida is a f- firmly right-wing state where um, this is, like, the new normal where Ron DeSantis and, like, all of Florida is, like, let's t- attack teachers for showing them a movie as if that's going to improve society even remotely. Yes. So that okay. was a little bit of outrage, a little outrage to get the, the episode started. Yay. Awesome. Yay. So that's not awesome, but yeah. Anywho, <laughs> want to get into something else depressing, Caillou? Oh, sure. Yeah, sure. Well, I mean, this is... Um... Is there anything else? Sorry, I, I should have asked. No, 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 no. I don't have say? anything else to say. No, I don't think, I don't, I don't think, um, you know, the other, the other like, little detail was uh, the teacher did have the parents um, sign permission slips. What? For, to allow the, the oh children in the movie God. to watch, to, to, to watch PG rated movies. Oh my good freaking God. So, so like the parents were on board with letting kids watch PG rated movies, but I guess that doesn't matter and you know the the fact there was a gay character in this movie makes it like uh i mean really so, okay that, yeah there's so the whole story is the whole story is absolutely outrageous the more you dig into it and scary is absolutely the right word i feel i i i guess i just i don't think it's good for like my mental health or our mental health to like log what's going on in the news this week and then it's like oh my god like teachers being under investigation because of this is like and I, I'm not even gay. Like, this is not even, like, targeting me directly. And I'm even depressed. So I can't even imagine how, you know, gay people see feel seeing this news. So, yeah, we can move well, on to the next topic unless there's anything else. Okay. Um, yeah, so the next thingy... The next thingy in the news is the basis of the Smiths passed away. Welp... Andy Rourke. Andy Rourke, yeah. I guess, like, I guess there's not, he had cancer. Uh, Yeah, um, it's really sad. Yeah, he died pretty young. He He wasn't that old, yeah. That's so sad. Yeah, and another thing that's really sad is that he, in, um, I think, like, 2008 or 2000, yeah, in 2006 to 2009, he organized these, what were called Versus Cancer concerts. Which was literally just like big concerts that was hosted to raise money to uh, go to like cancer charities back in 2006 to 2009. And this was for his like, um, I think his like manager's dad got cancer. So that inspired him to like start this thing. So it's like really sad that he dedicated a significant amount of his, yeah, he dedicated a significant amount of his career to like the, you know, charity to fight cancer. And then it, sadly, you know, a decade later in his life, he did end up passing away of pancreatic cancer. Um, mm. So kind of a really sad fate. But I do want to talk about Andy Rourke a little bit um, and uh, the Smiths because I feel like when people think about the Smiths, they tend to think mostly about like the two big names from the Smiths, which is Morrissey, the vocalist. Mm-hmm. And, and, uh, and what's his name? Johnny Marr. Johnny Marr, yeah. the guitarist. And I think that's kind of understandable because Morrissey's vocals are 
very unique and iconic, and Morrissey's absolutely crazy, and then Johnny Marr has done so much stuff. He's been everywhere, and he's also very innovative, his guitar-playing style. Um, but, you know, honestly, Andy Rourke as a bassist, absolutely critical to the magic of the Smiths. Because the thing is, is the genre of the Smiths falls into this genre called jangle pop. You might have heard yes, of jangle pop. I love jangle pop. Yeah, jangle pop is a great genre. And the, the, to get the jangle guitar tone, which is like defines jangle pop, what you want to do is you want to have your guitar tone be very clean so there's no distortion. And then also you want like the guitar to be mostly on like focused on the treble, which is like the high frequencies. So what that basically does is because the guitar is like clean and it's focused on the high frequencies in, in a song that gives a lot of space that's wide open for the bass to fill up a lot more space in the song because it has a lot more of those low frequencies to itself. So that's why in post-punk and jingle pop, those genres tend to have like a very, you know, the bass guitar tends to have a very important role and it's very funky, dancey, fun, and pops like really in a funky way right through the mix. So when you're listening to the Smiths, you know, the 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 bass lines are absolutely critical. And Andy Rourke's bass lines are really, really catchy, very melodic, very fun. Cut through the mix, like I said. You know, and you could kind of think as just like a con a con you know, on the contrary, you can think of like Metallica, where the guitars are like very low, very heavy, and then also very distorted. So that means when you listen to Metallica, not gonna lie, the bass is basically not even audible <laughs> you know but you know so yeah. so jingle pop is, is the opposite spectrum where the bass lines are are uh, critical and i honestly think if you were to get a mediocre bassist a decent bassist pretty good bassist the smiths would be a significantly less remarkable band i think the bass the bass lines in the smiths are severely underrated for making their songs so iconic and essential so this is a huge part of um you know, the, the Smiths and just music history in general, mm -hmm. uh, Andy Rourke. And he's done a lot of stuff. He's worked on, he's worked with a bunch of really cool artists um, outside of um, the Smiths. And it's overall a sad story. Uh, Sophie, did, have, did you like, how much did you listen to the Smiths? Have you listened to the Smiths? I listen to a lot. I've like listened to like most of their discography. Like I would say, I love, I, my mom like loved my mom was like a Smiths like fan when the Smiths were like popular like initially, and yeah, no, I like I really like the Smiths a lot, and I still listen to them a lot. I know it's like cringe to say, but I like the Smiths. I'm sue me, sue me. So yeah, it's it's interesting <laughs> because I I really like the Smiths too, but it took me a while to get into the Smiths because. When I first started really getting into music, um, like Morrissey, the vocalist of Morrissey was like pretty outspokenly a dickhead. Yeah, Morrissey is like really bad, but he's like Azalea Banks kind of. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, but when but at the, at the time, you know, when I was like 15, 16 getting into music, I was also very, you know, sensitive politically to the point where like, 
having Morrissey say anti-immigration offensive stuff, just like I was like, I can't do it. You know, <laughs> like it wasn't, I mean, I, I, but now that I'm older, I kind of do see it the same, like Azalea Banks sort of way where like, okay, Morrissey is re- like, a, like a foolish, crazy guy, but he's also like lyrically, he's also a very pathetic guy. So it kind of makes sense. And I can kind of reconcile yeah, that. Like that's like the appeal is like, he has like such like a p- pathetic, like sad, like, kind of i can say this because i'm bisexual but like kind of gay he he is like gay more bisexual so i can say that this is not offensive um actually morrissey identifies (laughs) as asexual so oh yeah he actually does kind of but he also was like in a relationship with a man for like a long ass time so yeah it's so weird how who knows yeah, who knows? So exactly, like now that I understand that Morrissey is just straight up crazy and not to take him so seriously, like I'm able to like, you know, turn off the I hate his politics so I can't listen to his music. Now I can listen to it and just see him as a crazy guy. Same with Azalea. I mean, I've always, I feel like Azalea Banks is just catchy enough that like I've always kind of felt that way about Azalea Banks. But um, but yeah, Morrissey, and yeah, it's really weird that like, his lyrics are like always so dramatic about like you know failed romances and rejection is very like folk like dramatic and romantic like that and then just to have him come out and be like i'm asexual blah 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 it's just like i don't well, he's, he's like a weird a, he's a gay incel basically is he's what a gay I, incel. I describe him yeah which like i'm sure there's a lot of them listening right now just kidding um listeners <laughs> Yeah, no, no hate, no hate. Um, so speaking of, uh, so rest in peace, Andy Rourke, great bassist, very u- underrated. But I was gonna say, speaking of gay incel, um, <laughs> do you want to talk about the the new Lana Del Rey song? Yeah, it's kind of new. It's it's actually it's like actually not new, song. but it's it's actually from tw- it's actually ten years old from 20, 2013. It's old, yeah. but like I think this is like so exciting because it's like okay, she's getting comfortable. Lana's starting a new precedent. Yeah, like the there's, so th- yes, okay, so Mackenzie, are you a Lana fan? That's a I'm really that's a really good question to ask me because. Everybody online assumes that I'm like a big Lana Del Rey fan, but when I was yeah. when I was a younger, like a tween, younger teenager, when like Same. Lana was on the scene, I was terrified of her. Oh, interesting! Um, because I was literally afraid of her feminine wiles. Literally, I just like <laughs> I was afraid. I was like afraid. I was like scared of her. I didn't. I she was like sexy and I was like oh, I was like hearing her say like my pussy tastes like Pepsi Cola and I was like okay that's a lot um but now yeah, yeah. but now thank god she like That's stays definitely in, her worst lyric ever. Um, like, <laughs> but it's kind of funny though. But like thank god she's stayed in the studio and um her music has been so relevant for so long that like I am now like I've, I, there's like little so- unreleased songs from like Tumblr that I know, yeah, that I know just yeah. like TV and black and white. Like I've known my whole life. I love that of song. Um, it's a good one. It's a really good one. But I've been getting Queen into her discography more so in like the last two years. Gotcha. Yeah. Well, what is your favorite Lana album? 
I must ask, because mine is NFR, Norman. I think it's literally, yeah, I was going to say the same. It's no, it's so true. Good. Like, it's definitely her best. It's, it's like, so good. The new album's great, I like Ultra though. Violence, too. I like the new album more than the previous two, yeah. in my humble opinion. The thing is, like, um, there's good There's good stuff on the, the previous two. It's just it's, it's not true. all awesome. It's true. Like, Thunder. Well, Thunder. Do you like that song? I know Thunder. I, like, Sorry. Love Dealer. That was obviously. an unreleased. That was an unreleased song for a long time, Thunder. Mm. But she put it on the album. Her best stuff is in the vault. Like no, it's true. It's true. Like I really like her song Hollywood. It's it's a little bit more niche, actually. Okay. Okay. But I like that one. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, um, I like that one. Um, Queen of Disaster. Like Queen of Disaster. That jump, they, they jump take, rope queen. They take Queen of Disaster on and off of Apple Music. Like someone like reupload. Oh I don't, really? I don't use Spotify. You're an Apple Music. Li- oh um, my god, Apple Music user. Here. I know. Just kidding. I'm not making fun no, of you. No, no, no. It's not a just kidding. Like I deserve all the hate. Like why? Am oh I doing no, that? I don't mind. I really don't judge. Like, um, I like will. Uh, it's a really good day for me when Queen of Disaster is on Apple Music, and it's a really yeah. bad day for me when it's not. It's a great song. And I'll get a notification song. that's like, this song is not avail- available in your country right now. And I'm like, okay, what country do I have to fucking fly to to get this on my phone? You, you gotta get that NordVPN yeah. subscription. Yeah. <laughs> sorry. I'm sorry. I make a lot of memes about NordVPN because it's like every YouTuber is sponsored every, by them. So. Oh, I know Nord. I know Nord. The endless money that they have. No, it's true. Like, I don't know if you saw my meme where it's, like, YouTubers, like, not being sponsored by NordVPN for one minute straight challenge. Yeah, it's, like, I those saw girls. that. Uh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, anyway, like, no. So she has, like, a lot of good songs that are unreleased. Some of them are not good, but a lot of them are good. And she has, like, over 200 of them. I know. And I'm pretty sure, like, people, like, they got leaked because people were, like, like stole her laptop and, like, leaked them or something. Right. But well, it's, like, Lana's unreleased songs are, like, distributed, like, I don't even know, like, like candy. Like, it's everyone. It's it's some. Everyone knows them. It's some back alley shit. Like, yeah, we all know and we all love it. Like um, her, mo- I would say her most famous unreleased is "Serial Killer." You know that song, right? I don't think I've ever heard it. It's like, oh, she like performs it all the time live. Like when I saw her live, she performed it. It's like it's pro- it's like her probably her most like popular unreleased song. Okay, my like, yeah, I'll send it to you. My like favorite. My roommate asks me a lot of questions. Um, I love her so much. Her name's Taryn. And she goes, okay, like, what Lana song, like, could you perform? Um, Like, perform in a way that people would say, wow. And I thought for a while, and I think my answer is Get Free. I love Get Free, but that's the song she got sued over. Do you know about that, Kaya? Yeah. No, I, I don't know about this. So oh, Lana, Lana got sued by Radiohead. Oh my goodness! So she, ridiculous! Like, so ridiculous! She, she literally. Oh, I, yeah, I remember that creep, right? She creep. like bas- get free. She basically just took the like chord progression of creep, and then like. But I I love the song "Get Free." I think it's a masterpiece. I won't even lie. I don't like, like hear creep in it at all. I I honestly do. I honestly do hear it, but I don't care. That's the thing. Like I just don't care. Like I can hear like let her slay like let women God forbid women do anything. Yeah. 
whatever. Like, so, that's so funny. So this new song, or not new song, rather, um, something, hev- what is it, Heaven? Yes, Say, say yes, yes to uh, Heaven. Say Yes to Heaven. So, Sophie, had you listened to that before, like, when it was the unreleased of course, version? Of course. I've, I've known that song for years, but it was, like, big on TikTok recently. Yeah. I would say, Mackenzie, you know TikTok better than I do. Yeah, probably. I mean, you would think, but I don't. I don't really scroll on TikTok just because being on TikTok for me is like being in a haunted house that I don't want to look up um, oh, at anything. That's a good point. Um, but yeah, I know. Like, um, Say Yes to Heaven like went insane on TikTok and I guess she was like, well, I might as well. I mean, good for her at this point. Like, But like Queen of like Disaster, so many- Queen of Disaster is also very popular on TikTok. Why isn't she putting that out? I know, I know. Like, she just needs to do it at this point. Like, she needs an album of her unreleased songs because there's so many of them. Like, That's yeah. actually kind of sad that she's she's not making money off these songs that are, like, yeah. really popular that are hers. But the thing well, is... Uh, now she is sad. because it's number seven. As of now, it's number seven on the U.S. charts. Damn. Okay. A song she well, wrote 10 years ago and recorded 10 years ago. Yeah, that's not the worst thing in the world. I guess. So, 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 I guess, Sophie, do you, what's like, do you have a preference between the new version and the old version? Um, I honestly think it sounds pretty similar, but I think it's actually better now. Like okay. the new, like the oh, one she good. released. Yeah. Did you, did, so she, and then follow up question. Do you prefer the normal version or the sped up version? I, I am not a sped up girl. I'm not a sped up girl. Okay. So, okay. I'm. I just prefer the normal normal version. What about you, Mackenzie? I la- I like laughed so hard when I saw that she was put. It- I was like, good for her, because like now mu- music now is just gonna be like super like it's gonna be like Alvin and the Chipmunks now because they want to like do well on TikTok. <laughs> I like the thing yeah. about the sped up version of stuff. It's very nostalgic to me because like I was the kid on, oh, on YouTube yes. that was looking up watching like, like Nightcore. Nightcore, like looking up Nightcore remixes True. of like Lily Allen songs. And like That's a good point. That's a good point. So it is it's nothing new. It is very nostalgic to me. I just think it's really funny that it's like Nightcore is like having a moment now. Like I get it. It does make sense, but it's like why wasn't this earlier? It's so enjoyable and True. like sugary sweet. It's like a Mrs. Fields cookie from the mall. And yeah, like I um yeah, I like a sped up, but I I I I like the normal version. I like a normal version of a I song just, as well. I don't know. Like something about like people releasing like nightcore versions of their songs on Spotify it's is weird. just like comical to me like but i but then again it like it's popular that like the sped up version is the one that's doing well on tiktok so i understand like why she yeah. would do that you know it, it's smart but it's also like so funny like i feel like nightcore belongs on youtube like that's like youtube owns that at this point in yeah my opinion. But like SZA. what do you think of nightcore kayo well actually sophie i was gonna tell you that um when my band died released her album less life um, one of the yeah. more popular songs on the album, Oha de Macau. Someone um, on YouTube uploaded a, a Nightcore remix of it that has like a, a thumbnail that's just like an anime girl. Like, it's just yes. like an anime. As it should. It's like, yes. So I like that's Nightcore. So Wait, what? Oh my God, I didn't know that. Yeah. Yeah, just search Died Oha de Died Macau. Nightcore. I didn't know there's Died Nightcore. That's so funny. There is Died Nightcore. That's That was definitely never <sighs> our intention with our band, but it happened Kyle had I'm a, happy. Kyo's in a punk band. He's a punk rocker. Awesome. Yeah, if you want some was, punk Nightcore. Love that. Yeah. But I, 
I was gonna say the the seeing the sped up version on the single is just like this is so, so transparently like all right let's see what TikTok does with this we'll just throw it out there I mean Maybe TikTok will I, use I it. can't Maybe even be mad at I can't even be mad at it because it's like come on like you might just like she's also not the first person to do it didn't like SZA release like yeah uh what's that one song SZA did like Kill Bill sped oh Kill Bill um yeah and I was like. I'm like, yeah, I mean, I guess it makes sense that they're doing this because it's, like, clearly, like... It's working. Popular. The Nightcore. Just call it Nightcore. Don't say sped up. Call it Nightcore. I, I would love... Yeah, Pay the I respects. would love for them to call it Nightcore because that's what I remember it as, like... Pay respects. The elders know. The elders. Yeah. <laughs> Internet so, yeah, elders no, I would, I would, fucking know. Yeah. If I were a musician, I would, I would have Nightcore songs on my album, so... That's a good bonus track, just literally bonus track you know most catchy song on the album nightcore remix i think maybe fireman will do that next record oh that'd be really funny honestly that's his other band yeah yay uh, yeah so Sweet. that's that's very epic i've i've i learned about lana del rey and he, li- he uh, sat his he sat his male ass down and listened I sat, I, yeah I, I mansplained the news then sat my ass down and listened to le- learn about lana from the the legends yay thank you this is what it's like to be in a a male feminist couple (laughs) just kidding (laughs) yeah what's it like what's it like to be in a relationship with a male feminist but so i guess we could we could turn turn the page to asking mackenzie questions yay how do you feel mackenzie good i feel really good like i'm i'm happy to be here thank you for coming on Worse. Mackenzie, Mackenzie, I love how you have on Instagram your username is M- just Mackenzie. Like I don't know how did you even get that? Like, um, I can I can tell you the story. There's like a story. I mean, I'm honestly interested because that's like impressive. Like that's um, such a flex. So when I was 16, 15, I worked for this company. Um, I don't. I won't say their name because. The, the the woman that ran it, like, is not a good person and, like, has been under investigation for years. Like, every year oh I... God. Yes, every year I get a email from a reporter that's like, will you speak about redacted, like, on the record? Oh and I'm like, yeah, I will. So I was working for this woman. I was making content for her company. And she had a lot of, like, impressive friends and was able to, like bring me to like impressive events. And I met the CEO of Instagram, Kevin. He's not the CEO anymore when I was 16. And I asked him, I said, the at McKenzie is inactive. Like the person hasn't used it in like five years and I really want it. And like, he, this I, is like, a crazy story. I like put oh him on God. an email thread with another contact I had at Instagram and I got it. Wow. Oh my god! Wow, that's so cool. Isn't that so oh funny? Like, why did I? That was boss like a girl boss. Fuck up. That wow. was literally girl boss AF. Yo, you. I feel like you did so many things as a teenager that you are still Your life is the crazy. rewards of later on. Yeah, I. Like, <laughs> I guess, like, um, I don't know. I I have so much love for teenage me. Um, and I think she has yeah. a, a lot of love for adult me, so. 
That's good. That's so amazing. Can you, That's how would you like, how would you describe yourself to people who don't know who you are? And I'm sure most of the people listening will. Like people who, do, like if I'm meeting someone for the first time. Yeah, there's this, just like your, like, what do you do on the internet? Like, um, what, are you, what are you, what are you about? I would say that I make videos and I'm a writer and I'm a diarist, and I'm funny, and I am Mackenzie at large. Um, Slay. But, but when I meet people for the first time who know nothing about me, I just tell them that I'm a writer and I make videos and I don't elaborate. That's fair. It's I feel like it's hard to explain like to the so layperson like what you do, like if you're on the internet. <laughs> Like, I don't know how to explain meme meme accounts to people, even though that seems very simple. Yeah, of, um, yeah, it seems so simple, but there are people that are just, like, very normal and, like, don't, this is not, like, a part of their world. Like, I work a very normal job with really normal people, and I, like, can't be like, yeah, I I read my diary online, and, like, people really like it. Like, it, it those details won't even, yeah. like, matter, you know? Yeah. No, that makes sense. Like, I know, I remember, like, because I work, like, as a side thing, I, like, work part-time as, like, a janitor at a dorm. Nice. And, like, yeah, they don't, like, I, I explained, like, what I do, and they're kind of, like, just shocked and, like, don't really understand. So, yeah. yeah. Anywho, like, so, yeah, I, I think of you as, like, a diarist and a writer, for sure. Thank you so like, much. what is it like sharing your, like, like <laughs> vulnerable like adolescent years on the internet like um i i it's people always like use the word vulnerable and the thing is i love that people perceive it in that way but for me it's like i more than anything want to give want to give like to the internet, to the people of the internet. And like, it's not vulnerable yes. to me. It's like what I, it feels like what I must, I like must do. I have these. You're like, uh, you literally are Joan of Arc. Like you have a mission. Like, <laughs> you have the Joan of Arc haircut. Like, I do. I do. Like I'm so jealous, honestly. You, I mean, you could literally pull it off easy. Thank you. Thank you. I like my long hair though. I want to have like yeah, super long hair, like a giant, like a horse, you know, like a, long ass wavy hair like a horse that's my goal anyway sorry that was off topic but like you have like so 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 you feel kind of like you have a mission to like share this to the world yeah and I I am I went to college for comedy writing um really interesting I went to college for comedy writing and I thought that I was going to be a comedy writer I've had these diaries forever and I've always written in this way for, for a very long time, um, I used to do a show in high school in my hometown where I would read from my diary with my friend Simone. She would also oh, read really? from hers. And like 200 people would show up in my, my hometown. So I, wow. I always knew that they worked and I always knew they were really funny. And then I went to college with a bunch of people that were like comedy purists. And like I can do stand up. I used to do stand up. Um, I, I, I can write a sketch, I can do all of these other things, but it's not as fulfilling for me as reading my diary and fucking posting. <laughs> <laughs> me too, except without the diary, just posting. <laughs> no, it's, um, it's the best. That's so, that's so interesting. I didn't know you had a comedy background. I do. I just like, thought you were like, 
Well, I mean, you clearly had it from the start, Mm -hmm. these diaries. Like, that's really inspirational. Like, Kaya, what did you think of them, the diaries? Like, what you listened to? I really liked them. I really liked, I feel like it it was, they're they're really, okay, so they're really, really funny, obviously. And I feel like they kind of accomplish, on the one hand, a lot of the silly kind of stuff that you're, you were writing as like a, a younger teenager are things that like I think appeal to a lot of people because they're kind of relatable in a way like when when I was a younger teenager a lot of or a lot of us when we're teens have lots of weird thoughts and anxieties and everything like that so it is relatable for sure but it does seem like there is frankly an aspect where outside of being relatable it does seem like you're just kind of a kind of a weird a particularly weird kid <laughs> also when you were a teenager no no no, no it's uh, not it's inf- not an offense at all like I was like I really I was. was extremely weird too so I I, like, I didn't when I was when I was that age like the middle school stuff like I did not have a lot of friends like I was same I was really online and um same, same. I didn't have I was an only child and it, it's tough when you don't have peers that like understand you or want to understand you you don't have anyone to check your homework with you don't have anyone to be like is this normal like and and I I just was in my room like making videos for myself writing in my diary and like live blogging SNL Sherlock and Doctor Who like I was a weird ass kid beautiful that's so beautiful I I I can relate to a lot of that like honestly uh, like I had one other friend I I had to go to a special group for like kids who didn't have any friends uh. <laughs> in my school they like made me go to it like it was like a like you know what I mean like you know what I meant saying yeah, like right. they're like girl has no friends so we're gonna put her in this group yeah I know what you're talking friends. about <laughs> yeah and like I also was like obsessed with Sherlock and Doctor Who kind of too like it's definitely like, Sherlock it's the thing is it's and it's such a crazy road to go down but like I think I, yeah. I think the thing is with like my work and I, I obsession especially when you're a young um if I feel like being obsessed with Sherlock or Bill Hader, or Doctor Who, SNL, like, the things that I loved when I was a tween, like, I think they, it really filled a void in a very nice way. Like, I'm very thankful for, like, the obsessions that I did have because, like, I I wouldn't be the person that I am now if I didn't spend so much time online and, like, figuring out how to video edit so I can, like, be like like make skits like on like SNL and like figure out how to write so I can like write my own fan fiction that I'll like never put out did in the you world. write fan fiction by I the tried way, it's I just like to. I, I tried to I tried but I really struggled <laughs> I really struggled with like writing how people got from point a to point b i actually really remember this like yeah i could write like sitting down interactions but once the characters were like getting up and going into another room i was like fuck Mm -hmm. this is impossible how do i yeah how do i write about people walking into another room and i just like stopped yeah that's (laughs) I know I was not a good fan fiction writer either, even though I wrote a lot of fan fiction, but 
it was like k-pop fan fiction so oh, i yeah. didn't I didn't. I didn't dare touch Sherlock because I just. I knew I wasn't worthy. No, they've built. But they I built statues like, out of Sherlock fan fiction. Tr- that's true. Like, the, I've consumed like a. I don't even know. Like a, like. Biologically hazardous amount of like Sherlock gay fan fiction, and I won't like. I'm not ashamed. Me neither. <laughs> Me neither. I'm not ashamed. I actually. I had a new therapist that was like, tell me the full story of your life from beginning to end. And I was like, okay. And he's like, okay, like, we obviously have a lot to talk about. I just have to ask you about one thing. And I was like, what? And he goes, what's gay Sherlock fan fiction? And I was like, oh, <laughs> oh, oh my God. God. Oh, my God. I couldn't even admit that to a therapist. I'm sorry. Like, you're so brave for I just, the thing like, is, the thing is, like, I don't fuck around when I'm in the chair. Like, I have work to do. Like, I will mm, tell a therapist anything. Smart. Anything. Yeah, yeah like, like, with my therapist, like, I just couldn't. Like, when I, I used to, like, identify as lesbian before I realized bisexual, and... Um, I like couldn't tell my therapist that for an entire year and the only way I was like doing a zoom call with her and the only way I could like tell her is I typed it into the like chat because I couldn't Wait, that's like, actually really sweet. I know yeah, but now I'm not lesbian anymore so but yeah, yeah. clearly. Wow. But you know like that's like I could I just had trouble admitting stuff to my therapist that like mm-hmm. I feel like I should have admitted years ago. I'm like a heavy I, I'm like been in constant therapy for like years i yeah i only like recently stopped like i guess like a year ago at this point yeah it's it's interesting my therapist right now is like he's like a bro um he's like an a friend's older brother archetype and it's actually the Mm. best perspective to have on my life right now like i'm like i'm scared to like go to this party where people like from my college are going to be at and I haven't seen them in years and they're all going to be looking at me and he's like Mackenzie nobody's fucking looking at you or thinking about you thank you thank you so much like what is it like having a male therapist that would scare me you know I have had female therapists I've had male therapists I gave it a go with a guy this time around because I had a major therapy breakthrough with a male therapist um, a couple years ago. So I was like, why not? Um, Why not? And uh, I don't know. I just I think I think women get certain things out of me and I think men can get certain things out of me. That's Um, interesting. I think different age groups as well. And uh, yeah, I've had just like a I've had old therapists, I've had young therapists, I've had like therapists of every single race, like yeah, I've I've kind of done it all. Wow. Yeah. That's impressive. Well, because like <laughs> I just I just um like college was really rough for me and um it like sent me to a point where I was like fuck, like I have to like I can't live like this anymore. Um, and I was like, okay. And then I like really buckled down and like wasn't, th- has, have been in therapy for like such a long time. Um, but when I move, I'm moving to New York. Um, I'll probably, I'll probably be without therapist for a minute, but it'll be fine. Well, I wish, I, I, uh, sorry. I wish you the best of luck. That's like, 
I mean, it's it's actually inspiring. How like I'm thinking about this now. Like it would be interesting to have like a diverse range of like therapy figures in your life. Like yeah, I wonder, it like, like surprised it's like surprised you. me so much. Like I've surprised myself. I'm like okay, like certain like age groups like can get like I feel more comfortable talking about like this with like this type of person. Um, but yeah, I just I just want to. The thing is like. I have been I've had points in my life where I've been like extremely mentally ill like I haven't even gotten Mm -hmm. to like share that with the internet um like those diaries it's it's too ripe like it's 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 not it's not good um right but like I I don't know I just have like work to do and things that I like people that I want to make laugh and like things that I want to draw and I just like I, I, I I like need therapy to like make that happen you know amen sister i understand completely um i can i ask you can i so we mentioned earlier that you you went to the girl interrupted sylvia plath yeah uh, psych ward yes if you're comfortable of course can you tell like what was what was it like was it like ahs asylum like um what was what was going down so i was sent there in college because i was like on a suicidal rampage of sorts that ended in a episode of psychosis where i thought that i was the messiah um which is crazy which is crazy um and i got sent to the girl interrupted um mental institution it's called mclean everyone has gone there um it's in the middle of massachusetts um the night i got there there was a snowstorm um it was really scary um but it looks the vibes are dentist office with the longest hallway you've ever seen Mm, that's not Um, as glamorous yeah it's cold it was cold in there and my roommate um their name was sam and they were like obsessed with the lcd sound system song daft punk is throwing a party at my house i think that's what it's called and would play it literally all the time so like i actually can't listen to that song because it like triggers something so deep within me um but like i still keep in touch with them um it was a it's the thing about being in a mental hospital is there's like no other place you can be where your life is put more on pause like interesting i really felt kind of frozen in time and that i was like able to be like okay i'm in a place where crazy people are everyone's gonna be extremely patient with me and like i can take like the time that i need to like exhale and like become significantly less crazier and like was it was it a positive experience for you um i would say it was positive for me just because um i i'm not going to fucking like put up a fight you know like i'm not i i like abided by the rules i did everything that i was supposed to just because like i was eager to um be like new in the, in like the real world you know um but it was positive right. it was it was positive in a way like um it was positive in a way it just 
it was a real like okay holy shit like you're at rock bottom but you're here and you can like like claw your way out almost um and i'm thankful for it i think i needed to go it like really snapped me out of my episode of psychosis because it was like so real to be there like oh my god holy shit i'm at the girl interrupted mental hospital like like could you, like, did you kind of, like, romanticize it because it was that work? You're like, oh, my God, I want the girl interrupted. No, no. It, or was it, it made not me really feel, a consideration it made me feel at sicker. that point? It, it made me feel sicker for a time. Mm. Um, mm. Just, like, I think when you're so depleted, like, it's just, I think I can romanticize it now. Like, definitely, I can, like, laugh about it online. Like, yes, like, Sylvia Plath wrote the the bell jar, like, mostly about her time like at McLean like that's crazy and an insane that like really crazy fun fact to like spin but like in the reality of my life it's just like damn girl like um like like it's it's going to a mental hospital is like the universe kind of giving you kind of like the biggest fuck you but also the biggest like get well soon card at the same time <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. Yeah, because, like, I there was definitely a time in my life, like, in high school, like, I had, like, my OCD was at its most severe, and I definitely, definitely wanted was. to go to a psych ward. Yeah. Like, or I felt like I needed to go to a psych ward, but I don't know if that would have been a positive experience or not, so. Yeah, it's it's different for everyone. Like, yeah, they come in while you shower. Like, they, they come in and check on you every five minutes. It's insane, but I really needed that, like, type of care at that time. And like, yeah, and and I'm better for it. Like, I'm always amazed that I'm I'm always just like kind of amazed at like my life. Like, I'm able to like look at these diaries and like read them and laugh. Um, like look back and pick pictures that I like took when I was in the psych ward and be like, I am that person, but I'm so far away from being that person. And I like just think that's so awesome. Interesting. Interesting. So do you have diary entries, like, from that time? I can't remember if I've, like, listened to them or not. No, I've never – I haven't put them online yet just because, like, you know, they're – Yeah, I can imagine those are difficult to It's uh, difficult, and they're also just, like, written by someone that, like, it's me just – it's me writing down, like, details of the people that I met there. Like, and it's, like, incriminating information about these these people – and um, it's not something that I think I would want to share in, like, a diary format, but, like, in other ways, like, yeah, I'm open to it. It's just, like, it's written by me at my sickest about people that are, like, also at their sickest and the details that I'm, like, including about their lives, like, definitely don't apply to them as people now. Interesting. That makes a lot of sense, yeah. Uh, this definitely reminds me of when I was in in like college. I was like I had like a journal where I was like practicing drawing and I was like really into drawing and everything. And I was doing it like on a daily basis and I was getting better at drawing. And then like my senior year of college, I had like a horrible, horrible mental health crisis. And my my draw, I would continue to draw through that time period, but like they were really, really like different because I was like not focused on the details I was like really really distracted with my mental so I I I stopped drawing and like I've I have the journal and I've like I remember recently like I opened it and it was like 
oh god this is like so even though i'm like this is like a long in the past for me now i'm you know way have moved on and i'm great now. i'm doing great now mentally but you know just even like seeing that it's like oh my god it just yeah it's, like, it's it puts a snapshot like a in your stomach. it's a snapshot it's a snapshot exactly. it's it's interesting i i like am writing a book right now and I was going to ask you that. Yeah, I'm, I'm writing a book. <laughs> I'm writing a book. It's not diary stuff. Um, and it has to do a lot with, like, the fine details, like, of my life. Like, that's all I want to say about it for now. But, like, I... Yeah. It's just really... I spend a lot of time, um, my free time, just kind of, like, inside um, the lives of, like, the people I've been, even though I've, I've been the same person like forever, it's just like, I'm addicted to like that feeling of like the snapshot. And even if I, if, if, if I don't feel like you looking at your sketchbook, like not ready to share, but like I'm looking at, I'm being like so affected by something that I made and it's like art that only like I could understand. And I just, I love that. That's like the like driving That's force really of like my whole life. Um, so you're writing a book and it's it's so is, is it a memoir or more of a, is it like a bi- autobiography? I would say it's like it's more of a memoir but it's like crazy. <laughs> it's crazy. I'm so excited for that. Like yeah. what stage of writing are you in? Um I want to finish it in the fall. Um I want to finish That's it so in the fall. I've been writing it for like almost a year. Um but right now I'm like living the book. Like I have a job that's like fairly normal and I'm doing stuff online and there's like a really bizarre kind of there's bizarre contrasts that are happening like everywhere in my life and like I'm I'm not the type of person that can kind of like go 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 with writing and art like I do kind of have to like slowly digest things and I really allow myself to do that so like I think it will be done by fall, but, like, if my life isn't at a point where I feel like I'm ready to just, like, cap everything off, I I won't. I want everything to be done at the right time. That makes sense. That makes sense. Um, So I'm sure, like, a lot of people have asked you if, like, you want to, like, make your diaries a book or something like that. I would love to. You would. You would. I would love to. I would love to. It's just, like, I, like... Yeah, I would love to. I would love to. I just haven't had. I would like, like an opportunity to. I would love. I would read that. I would read the hell out of that. I want to read your book that you're writing too. Like right now, that sounds really interesting. Like, I'm sure you're an amazing writer. You can tell, like, just from like your youth, like how like the things that you choose to write about and include are really smart and like mature. Like like beyond your years. Like there's a lot of like wit to it. You know. Yeah, I'm excited. I. Like, I've always written, like, I'm going to college for comedy writing and um, stuff like that. It's, I, I've always loved, I've always loved writing. Um, it's, it's just, like, I, it's tough for me to, like, like, write something I'm proud of every day, which I guess is a crazy thing mm-hmm. to, to want. So, so I know that you, like like post like like often like you're posting like diary entries that you've written like this year or like yeah. the previous year right like so how how often are you writing in your diary like or not, like how has that changed over time not as much as i used to it's just cuz like i think i think when i move the in the next 2 months i'll like feel 
like, okay, I can like sit down and write in my diary. But this last year, I haven't really done it as much as I've wanted to because like, I don't know, like I've had a sleepy year, like not a lot has really happened to me. But the important stuff I do write about, um, the important stuff I do, it's just not every day anymore. And I would love to get back to every day. So you were writing every day at one point. Wow. Yeah, I would love to get back to that. I really would. Is it cool? Is it cool to just like, like look back on your entire life and just be like, wow. Yeah, I like you're so you like you were like your own historian. Yeah, that's it's you know, I'm an only child. Like I'm obsessed with knowing that I exist because I have like no other proof besides like my parents. (laughs) And um, yeah, I like really yeah, I want to write every day again. I just I just didn't have a lot going on for, like, 12 months. That makes sense. I mean, I, I can't imagine, like, writing every day, like, putting aside the time for that. But I'm sure it, like, becomes but, like, very, when I was like, going to school, habitual. like, when I was in high school, like, there was shit happening to me every day that I was like, oh, my God. Yeah, I mean, that makes sense. That makes sense. Like, Kaya, were you ever, like, a dire, diarist? Like, were you writing in diaries ever? Is that more of a girl thing? or Sorry, I should mm. say journal. Journal. <laughs> uh, yeah. Uh, excuse me. I was writing in a journal, not a diary. No, I, I, don't th- I don't think I ever... I don't think I ever did. I mean, it sounds like a genuinely good idea, honestly. Uh, like, I guess, you know, I... I, yeah, no, I, I I don't know. I don't know why. I, I wonder how much of it is. Wait, Sophie, I, actually, before I say anything else, did you have a diary? Oh, yeah. Yeah. There were times where I would write a lot in my diary. I have a few. So I wonder. Yeah. I mean, am I crazy? I'm, I'm not crazy for thinking that this is like sort of a gendered thing, right? Like where it's like slightly more it socially. Is. It's definitely more of a female thing to do. I would like, what, what do you think? McKenzie? I think it's definitely a a gendered thing I don't think it should be like I think keeping a log of your life is like so cool and everyone should do yeah. it no now I want to do it like but now like, I want to write in a know, diary every day <laughs> the idea of writing in a diary like it's like to hide your secrets and like that's a more like traditionally like feminine thing like girl talk that's is, that's true the, no it's the, true because like you can't girl just, like, talk say exists. some of this stuff yeah the term girl talk exists mm. like for a reason and like your diaries where you go to hide your deepest darkest secrets and i when i was like your like when i was a teenager writing in my diary because i uh, there were points where i'd really write like i wrote as if someone was going to find it so i like was very like secretive even in my diary which was like such a bummer right like i wish i could have actually like said the things that you would say because I was having like similar thoughts you know what I mean but I was just so scared like my mom would find it or like my brothers would find it or something like you know I, what I my mean? parents like, they'd my find parents, it after I died and like I'd be like ridiculed my parents were more interested in my internet history oh god they were or weren't were they were more interested in my internet history than what I was writing oh god like, I had that that happened to me as well at one point so yeah <laughs> um yeah. I remember oh sorry Oh, no, no, no. I was just going to say, Sophie, I, I just re- realized, actually, I was thinking about this just not that long ago, how I'm very grateful for my YouTube channel because it's not a diary and a lot of my videos are humorous and not serious and I'm not putting my real, like, you know, emotions into it. But 
it still kind of serves as a way as like a journal and a diary. And I'm so grateful now that I've had this YouTube channel for three years. I can look back at the past <laughs> mm-hmm. three years and be like, oh, this is like, so mm-hmm. I, I just want to say, I completely agree. I think it is a, a little bit of a gender thing that shouldn't be oh. guys should be, you know, writing this stuff down because it's very cool and fun and, you know, it's really rewarding too. But yeah. I like have a secret, not so secret YouTube channel where I log my life. I I like log my life on it and I like nobody knows the at like I post the best of it on my Instagram. But like I do it just for me because I'm addicted to like this feel like I really do chase this feeling of being like, okay, let me make let me build this mountain and look at it a year from now. That's really cool. Sorry, can you hear me okay? Yeah, you're I got good. dis I got disconnected for a second for some reason, so I missed what you were saying, but it's something about YouTube. Um, yeah, Mackenzie has a secret YouTube channel where she's uploading uh, gay Sherlock fan fiction. You are? <laughs> no, no, that was that was. Oh, well, that's awesome. But she does have a secret YouTube channel. I have that, a secret. That was true. I have a secret, that's not cool, so secret yeah. YouTube channel where I just like log my life. I like talk into it. And, like, I post the best clips on my Instagram, but, like, it's a real channel where I do just, like, kind of talk about, like, the problem of the day, and it's just for me to look back on, like, whatever. That's so cool. I remember, like, so when, okay, so I went to Japanese camp, because I speak Japanese, and I was, like, I was super into anime, like, as a kid, and um like I wanted to teach myself Japanese so I like for my birthday like my mom let me go to like a camp for like people learning Japanese and it was like all in Japanese you know wow um and that was low-key my psych ward experience (laughs) Um, (laughs) honestly though like the people I met there I could write a book about it too honestly like it was a different kind of psych ward ward. like Like, the the people people I met there you can just imagine yeah um like anime fans, of we course, have, like the whole lot, lot of people. Of course. Anyway, so Lots I kept a tight Italia. diary. I oh Italia. <laughs> yeah. Oh my fuck. Oh my god. Oh my god. Yes, Italia. You, Kyle, you know what Italia is at this point, right? Sophie, you have told me a lot about Hitalia. <laughs> Italian Oran High School Host Club, like people were yes, chatting about Oran that Japanese camp. Yes, Oran High School Host Club yep. so good. Oh, for sure. Yeah. I mean, I was I was shipping countries at this point. Yep. Uh, by the way, um, I'm still in college. I'm a senior now. Um, and uh, I'm a double major, but one of my majors is history. I study like Japanese, like modern history, fascist Japan, etc. Um, That's so and, cool. Uh, thank you. Um, and one of the main reasons I think I got into history was literally Hitalia. I'm not even That's awesome. Like, like I was straight up shipping countries. Yeah. I like, saw I was Tumblr. out here shipping I countries. I was, I never watched, but, like, I know, I know, like, you I know, know what, ships. I know what, the, like, the fandom was up to. It was, have you seen, like, the 9-11 fan art and stuff? No, but I think. It, oh, I'll send you that later. Yeah. Yeah, I'm sure it, it was crazy. It was yeah. a crazy time. But no, I definitely like give credit to Hitalia for making me like who I am today. Unfortunately. That's awesome. But anyway, like so at this Japanese camp, like I kept like a tight, tight diary. Like I, I was I was like writing every day about what happened. And it wasn't honestly that interesting. Like and also, of course, I was like afraid, like 
someone would find it. But at the time, like I had a, I had like a crush at some on someone at camp, like really bad. So I like write about that, of course. But I didn't want like my parents to find it. So it was like really awkward and like it, it was just not good. And I don't even think I can read my handwriting. But fuck, yeah. I would love to hear about your crush time. at camp. It was such a time, like. Uh, I, I honestly am like nostalgic for it. It was like so crazy, but it was really fun. Yeah, Sophie has told me in private many times all of this because it is genuinely a fundamental part of it her life. It is like a fundamental part of my life is Japanese camp. Like it really made me. How old were you? Today. How old were you? Um, I went a few times. First time I was, I think I was like 14. Next time, 15. Um, this was like this, this was a program where I could get high school credit for Japanese. So that's why I like awesome on my like transcript. It says I took Japanese in high school, even though I, I took it through this, these programs. Yeah. Um, so first I was like 14, I was 15. And the last year I went, I think I was 16. Um, the first one I went for a week, but the, the other ones were month long programs. So I was there for a month and like sleep away. That felt like a long time. Yeah. (gasps) Oh. Sophie, this sounds so fun. There's so much drama. There was like a kid who broke into the girls' dorm and like stole their panties. Of course. That was like, I wish I wrote it, but maybe I did write about it. I haven't read them in years. Like I should have written about that. You know what I mean? Like, oh, I'm mad at myself if I didn't. Or like, I, I didn't have the like technical skills to like express that like as it you know was and like yeah there was like like, me too movement shit going going down down. not really but like there like there was drama there was like people were writing slurs in the bathroom but somehow the bathrooms were like genderless bathrooms even though it was like i don't even know what year but like you know like it was progressive af but like at the same time like drama was going down there Kids was, yeah, like it, it was. There were romances. There of were. Of course. There was fights. There was like anime fights and. What did you guys watch at like movie night? Oh, we watched um, Kimi no Nawa or Your Name. I, I don't know if you know. I've that, heard so. about Your Name because like Grimes used to tweet about it. It's pretty good. I I want Kyle to see it. Um, we definitely watched like Ghibli movies too. Yeah. We what's your favorite? Like, what's your favorite Ghibli movie? This movie Both about of you. Udon. What's my favorite Ghibli movie? Yeah, both of you. Oh, I just want to say, you have Kiki's Delivery Service vibes. Um, Thank you oh, so much. Yeah, of course. Yeah. It's true. It's true. That's an allegory about depression. That's okay. my favorite. That's my favorite one. Is it your favorite one? Oh, that makes sense. I know. I love the cat. I, like, love the cat. Yeah. Kai, you've seen it, right? Yeah, yeah. Um, I watched it with my sister, I think, a year or two ago. Aww. And I do want to say to everybody in the audience who's listening... Sophie is teaching me Japanese too, and I am getting pretty good at it. Oh. Sorry, I haven't spoken Japanese in like um, two weeks, so I don't. You don't even know what that means, Kyle, so I don't know why I said that. No, I'm not actually getting it. I know how to say. Wait, what? Konnichiwa? Is that what you've been to Japan? Oh, I've never been. I have. What? Yeah. Oh, I'm so jealous. I, I went go. when I was 18 with my aunt. She like just won a <gasps> huge divorce case and like took me oh, to fucking Japan for a month. So oh my god. And I don't speak any Japanese, um, but I had a great time and like I'm very that's eager so to go weird. back. 
Oh my god, that's so slay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah sorry, I just embarrassed myself by speaking horrible Japanese because I haven't sp- spoken Japanese in two weeks, so I'm gonna cut that part out. But yeah. No, Sophie, um, don't cut. Don't cut it out. It Come was on. bad. I didn't speak. No it one. Right. No one's gonna know. No one's gonna know. <sighs> okay. Okay. Whatever. Anyway. Or, okay. Yeah. Fine. Give redeem yourself. We'll, say we'll, something we'll, else we'll, in Japanese better. Okay. What do I say? Say say Kyle likes to eat food and sleep every night <laughs> that's a hard sentence i think in japanese it uh, it is actually hard to say that but i'll all right okay. then then just say kyle likes to eat a lot of food kyle wa takusan tabemono taburu no ga suki desu wonderful awesome yay pretty anyway. pretty epic i love tabemono yeah. basically tabemono so 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 see i know how to yeah. say food yep that's all that's that's all but anyway um that's so cool you went to japan it's definitely like a dream of mine um but yeah my but my japanese camp experiences they were oh ghibli i gotta say my favorite ghibli movie um i don't uh, i don't know i it's so hard to pick one but uh, i i mm. Princess Mononoke. I love Mona. I love Mononoke Hime or Princess Mononoke. I love, I love Spirited Away. I I think I might. How's Moving Castle? Cause like my name is Sophie, so it makes me feel right. special. I've read Wait, the book Sophie, and I've never we seen watch the movie. It huh, Kyle? Wait, hold up. I we was watched just it Sophie, together. I think we watched it together. We did watch it together recently. Yeah, it made me feel so spe. It makes me feel so special because my name is Sophie. Wait, so I didn't know there was a book. Mackenzie, you say there was a book? Yeah, there's the a book. The book is yeah. amazing. The book is amazing. It's I very long, it. but like it's amazing. And I've read the book and I've never seen the movie. <gasps> oh my goodness. You should see the movie. Yeah, I think well, I will. When I'm new- in New York, we should hang out and watch it or something. Yeah, I would love to I want to watch it with Bliz- Blizzy and Ivy. That would be so fun. Oh, we would have a great time. Yeah, the girls are out in New York this summer. Yes. Oh, my God. It's like that one edit of, like, all the, like, the family, like, Lois and, like, Marge and, like, uh, who else is in that? The Bob's Tina. Or no, not Tina. Uh, Is it Tina? And they're, um, like, all out for the night and they're, like, out in the city. It's great. You know the picture. When I'm in New York, it's it's L.A. I'm here with a lot of, like, my friends from college, but um, in in New York, um, I, I... do see a lot of people I know from online and it is really nice yeah. because a lot of I people love New York so much it's nice to talk to other people that are I not like I hate the term like chronically online because I don't think it really applies to like yeah the group of people that are I think just just fabulous posters and like just like kind right. of exist it's online but um you know, it's nice to meet people that are, like, pro-internet and, like, pro-anyone from the internet, like, doing something amazing. And it's a real, it's a very true, supportive true. community as well. And, like, I, I'm blessed, I'm blessed to... I'm not a big, like, influencer culture person, so, like, LA scares me a little bit. Well, the thing is, like, neither am I. It's definitely there in New York, too, but it's, it's like, definitely there. It's definitely in both places, but... LA has been a really nice place for me to sleep. It's been a really nice place for me to hide. And now I'm just like, okay, like I'm ready to move to New York and like be out and about. Yeah. Yeah, that makes that makes sense. Yeah. But yes. Oh my gosh. 
yeah, I'm excited for New York this summer. I miss it a lot, so, yes. And you're graduating college. Yeah, and next year, next year. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going into my senior year, so. Nice. Yeah, it sucks, but we persevere. Minnesota girl. Okay, Minnesota, we see you. Sorry. <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, this is... I'm very inspired right now with this, like, diary. I want to be a diarist. I mean, Please. I can't do it like you, but, like... You, like, are in a way, key, though, like... like- like i know i guess i think of my account as a diary sometimes like because it's like the memes i make like it's mostly original content and it's usually just pertaining to something i like thought of that day or like went through that day so like it is a diary in a, in a sense and it's yeah, definitely like do you like, ever scroll back of, like, do you stuff. ever scroll back like all the way oh yeah yeah i, do. I have i mean it's a pain because i have like over four thousand posts yeah um but I yeah you'd be before. posting you'd be posting like every day i'd yeah. be posting six times a day usually yeah sometimes less sometimes more that's the key to growing by the way if like i you don't have that problem obviously but like if anyone's listening who's like wanting to get into the the meme page world <laughs> um like definitely definitely post a lot that helps so much so anywho um but yeah like also like it's kind of like a collage of like stuff I was like into like Sherlock for example like you know like I post about stuff that I was like really into like when I was like a teenager and like I think is funny now you know yeah like can we can we actually talk about gay yeah. Sherlock fan yeah fiction? I would like, like to talk about gay Sherlock fan fiction. Like, can, can we like can I, we get into like the, how good it was like the the artistry would dedicate like their lives to sitting to like, down and being and like writing the, the raunchiest, t- most descriptive yep, yep, fan fiction, yep, and it poisoned yep. my brain. It poisoned it me. Yep. It mm-hmm, poisoned mm-hmm. me. I really, I really thought that John and Sherlock were gonna be together. Like me too. Well, you were into TJLC, right? Of course. Like, like, huge. Okay, TJLC for people knowing listening is the John like conspiracy, and it was a real conspiracy theory that like. There was like hours and hours of research and documentation going into this. It right, it wasn't McKenzie. even like, a conspiracy to me though. You, it was real. It, well, no, it wasn't. But like, did you watch those YouTube videos? Are like four hours long, yes. like explaining like yes. proof that it was gonna be gay at the end. Yes. Like, I believe that shit like to my core. Like, I don't remember who the person who made those, but they were like a vet. Sh- they they were like a legend for that. Like, they were like. They were like, in 18 blah, 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 Sir Conan Doyle did this thing. And then, like, citing, like, their sources and, like, showing clips of previous adaptations of Sherlock. And, like, they had the receipts. Like, they were, like, getting into innuendos. And, like, they had the receipts. It was literally, like, it was literally QAnons for tweens that all, that listened to Vampire it, Weekend. Like, <gasps> it was insane. Oh, my God. It's literally QAnon. Oh. It really is. Okay, it's like I, a, can it's, I, Mackenzie, do I have a permission to make a meme about that? I'll, I'll tag you. Yeah, of course. Of That's course. That's so true. True. Yeah, people That's think so that true. QAnon's tough. That was I my QAnon. The Sherlock fandom. I like the John Literally, Locke conspiracy. The TJLC. Like it was real to me. Like it, like have you do you know Sarah Z that YouTuber? Yes, like of course. she like of course. Yeah, do you watch her video on yeah. that? I'm sure. Yeah, I yeah, did. I know it's seen, a great video. I've seen every single video online uh, first, analyzing Sherlock. Uh, oh, about yeah. Every single one. Her video about Dashcon is really interesting. Too. Yeah, that's a good one. I watch her. So stuff you were like, like a you were like a Tumblr girl. Yeah, hardcore. Same. So, 
like so tumblr is literally like 4chan for like uh, like mentally ill like teenage girls yeah i like like i am so thankful that i grew up on that website um i didn't have a lot of friends for a while because tumblr but like i i don't know it's it's i think i'm like aesthetically minded in a really beautiful way (laughs) because of that website also like like, were you like posting like those like pictures with the like uh what's the font i mean i think they're using helvetica like all caps and i was like no i i wasn't but i was seeing it and like of course i loved american apparel and like to this day to this day like i become like a very scary person with no morals like defending american apparel it's like terrifying but like that's what i grew up like being obsessed with you know that and john locke like John I Locke was, was real. Like, what was your favorite John Locke fan fiction, if you can remember? Um, I don't know if I can remember. I don't honestly, think I can. Like I don't think I can yet. remember. But I was actively like seeking them out all the time. Like, I oh, remember the when daily, I remember yeah. when Ao3 like didn't even exist. Oh my god, that was those were the dark ages. Did you see my meme I posted? It was like someone got an Ao3 tattoo. I saw that. Yeah, I know. It's like. Kyle, you know what AO3 is at this point, right? Oh, yes. Sophie has taught me the ins and outs of the entire history of <laughs> this crazy side of the internet that I was not tapped into, but sounds pretty awesome. Sophie, didn't you say that for the um, Sherlock, uh, the last season when it came out, it was mm. like not oh, a, it was a pretty bad Horrible. season. And it was also it was on top of being a awful. bad season, it was also... The season where it became apparent that all the Tumblr, QAnon, Sherlock conspiracy theorists were yep. let, let down, down significantly. Yep. Oh, it was, it was, do you remember, like, it was like Watergate. People you know, like, like being like, I people, just don't understand the purpose of life anymore. Like, people were like on watch, if you know what I mean. Yeah. Like, it was, it was devastating. Like, like it was actually devastating, and um, it was the January six. You know, it, it honestly could have been January six or around that time. It was in January. I if people this. knew where Stephen Moffat lived, like people oh, would have been he'd climbing. Be done, girl. Like he, he would be done. He, so, like the thing though, I will say about Sherlock, I have rewatched it recently. Oh, interesting. Um, it's bad. Doesn't hold up, which like sucks because I was like, this yeah. is the greatest TV show of all time, like to my parents. Uh-huh, uh-huh, but uh-huh, they like, I, I, they really baited this shit. Like, I don't know if I'm still. Oh, like, it's like, it's queer baiting. It actually is queer baiting. Like, it's, it's genuinely crazy. is. It genuinely it's crazy. is. It's crazy. Like, it is crazy. Like, you can't even lie. Like, they were, they were doing it. I believe they were deliberately stringing along those teenage girls who believed yeah, they were going to be, be gay, gay together. together. I, they played I really into it, and so. it worked. It fucking worked, girl. Like, it's, it's actually like, like there needs to be a lawsuit. I think, like, actually, I just like don't there understand. I don't understand. Like the second season, like I was like, oh my god, they could fuck it any second. Oh, the, I mean, trust. Like, well, there was so much innuendo. There's so, like, there was just, I can't even, like, there was hours and hours of content, like, documenting this. And for good reason. I believed it to my core. Me too. And, I oh tell my, God, my parents. Do you remember, 
Yeah, same, same. I would explain it to my parents for like, an, well, not my, but I would explain it to my mom for like an hours, hours of time. Um, also, like, do you remember when they were like, they were like coming up with a conspiracy like that, like the next week they're the real finale would come yes because they were so like let yes. down they were like they, they couldn't believe yes. it they were like there has to be the like this has to be had a trick to be their moment of my life literally like it was like like everyone was in the trenches like they really truly believed that like there was going to be like, they believe another since, like finale since the finale was so bad they were like looking into like like tv logs and stuff like i don't even know what people they were believe pulling, that they were, there like, was another finale coming a week later because there do was you remember a- when then someone made like a fake website like decoding something like yes. that would like give the real answer to sherlock King it was so funny. So like looking weird. back at it now it was like so funny Wait, but it, Sophie, at the I, like, time might, it was painful i might have a book to give you <gasps> really i don't really read a ton um like, I have to okay. be really interested in a book to, like, want to pick it up. But um, there's a book I read. It's called This Is Not a Book About Benedict Cumberbatch. Have you ever heard about it? No. It's a no. book that this woman wrote. It? Her name is Tabitha. She's a very cluttered person. You can tell she's by her writing. Um, but it's a book about her um, in the pandemic she became obsessed with Benedict Cumberbatch. She's married oh and God. has two children. And she interviews a bunch of other people who are also <gasps> obsessed with Benedict Cumberbatch. And it's just, it's That's very amazing. interesting. I would it, love to read that. I wasn't like, like, I was never into Benedict Cumberbatch. Like, I was just more into the, like, gayness, you know? Okay. Like, I was, like, obsessed with I Benedict would, Cumberbatch. And I look at him now and I'm like, girl, like, what were you thinking? Like, I wasn't really he's not look, ugly. looking he's at just them really like not for me. He looks like a reptile, and I mean then the nicest way possible. Like, I wasn't, like, in it for that. Like, I wasn't, like, thirsting over him or, or let's give some Martin Freeman some credit, guys. Like, but, my like, old uh, like Tumblr, not. My old Tumblr, huh? my old Tumblr, the daddy tag is, like, scary. Oh, I was just going to say, oh, I was just going to say, just going to say, like, everyone was, like, calling him daddy just because he had, like, graying hair. I was like, I know, oh, I know. Like, we're in like hell. what were like, we doing? And also, there were people who were old I wasn't doing fuck that. in the fandom. No, oh, my God, they're, like, 40. I'm not kidding. There were 40-year-olds on this. Like, what are you doing with your life? You're on Tumblr. Oh, I remember, though. Like, I remember when it all, like, ended and they were, like, what did I just do with my life? Yeah. Like, they were, like, having existential crisis. I was like, also like, involved. I was, too. I was also involved in the Downton Abbey fandom. I wasn't. I That's wasn't. fine. Nobody was, really was there, it. but I was there. Um, and one of my mutual... I was, like, really liked this one specific ship. Um, but... So there was, like, a small fandom around a specific ship on the show. And one of my mutuals... Um, still posts on Tumblr to this day. And she was in her 30s when we were online and she has to be in her 40s now and she still posts. And now she posts about Steve Harrington from... (gasps) No, don't even... Stranger Things? Yeah. Girl, you are 40 years old. I know. It's it's crazy. I mean, maybe it's bringing her happiness, but, like, I just can't even imagine. I I mean, I say this and I'm, like, posting, but it's, like, a different kind of posting. It's just wild. It's just wild. Yeah. It was, like, you had to be there. Like, you had to be there, though. Like. I know. 
I wish everyone could have been there. People died. People died. People literally died. Honestly, I hope no one died, though, like, after that finale. Because, like, people were on watch. No, but literally, like, Stephen Moffat, you could have killed someone. If if he hadn't, like, maybe he did. I just, like, like, why you wrote all this shit in your show of them being, like, I'm, I don't, like, I don't have a girlfriend. Like, I, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, I'm not, like, into girls. Like, blah, blah, blah. Like, like he would straight up say that stuff. He would and they would, like, touch each other's thighs. Touching each other's like, thighs. Like, I need like, to rewatch I need to rewatch it because, like, I haven't, like, I forgot all the, like, lo- like, specific details of it. But, like, I remember the wedding scene. Ugh. I hated, I hated so her. Much. I hated her. The I was wedding, so mad at her. The wedding, oh. the amount of times they would go, like, running around and then they would like kind of hold each other and be like ah, 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 like in each other's arms <laughs> was like crazy oh like just crazy no remember how sherlock how sad sherlock was at the wedding too yeah. and, like they would show like longing shots of him like longingly staring and stuff and when they like, found out that mary was pregnant like he was emo oh yeah it was a time like and people were still like no like john's just doing this like because he oh, has PTSD. When... <laughs> yeah, I know, I know. <laughs> it's like we were like, what, what's the word? Like it was like the delusion wars. Like the delusion was so insane. The opposite like, of the I don't give a fuck. The ID. Yeah. It was. Oh my god! I need to say. I need to make a meme about that too. The like IDGAF the war. It's like the opposite. It's the it's the IGAF war. Insane. Like, and everyone. I mean, everyone lost the IDGAF war after the. After finale. the finale came out. So but, bad. Like, oh my god. Like, oh. oh I, I, I wish just, everyone like, could have been there. I lost words about how intense this was. You know, this could be, I'm sure, Sophie, you've probably posted some, I'm sure you have, like, content already that uh, is just finding stuff from this era of Tumblr. But I, I'm sure there's plenty of meme content where you could just dive back, find absolutely just insane i definitely have i definitely have but i haven't done it as much as i should and i don't know why it's a lot it's a lot it's a lot it it just brings back a lot of memories and i was like very like mentally ill as someone that like loves to go back into their past all the time it is very hard for me to like look at stuff from that era like writing about sherlock because i'm like yeesh like i know too much about the world now I'm like a 30 year old is writing this. They probably have like a husband and a kid, and uh, it's a lot. I feel it like is. you could have an entire Instagram account dedicated only to like reminiscing on the GAF wars regarding. <laughs> yeah, Sherlock. the TJLC. Truly, wars. truly, 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 like it was like there needs to be a documentary on that's what like, i've been I saying that, for years well sarah z did it like her video is really good so it like is. It, it, it is, is like, like kind, kind of, of a pseudo documentary like video essay type thing but like no but, like, i need there I, needs to be a real documentary i need someone I, I will, to talk to the baker to street babes <gasps> i need yeah, someone to 212 baker street I need people. Sorry, two twenty one. Sorry, I'm a like fan. people who ran these massive blogs. Like, like they, I can't remember the specific ads, but you knew the main fa- people in the fandom. Like yeah. you knew. 
yeah whoever they were like i know i just remember like following them on like tumblr and just like seeing their stuff every day i like never like interacted i just was like a lurker right i interacted sometimes but like i don't know i i tried to like be a part of things as much as i could but well, if anyone yeah. needs a an idea for anyone, any of the listeners needs an idea for a, an Instagram account that has the potential to go viral, please archive all of this because I am very curious if you could just I dig mean, into I'm sure Tumblr. there are people like that's a good project. Maybe Mackenzie, we can work on something together. That would be incredible. That would be really it's fun. It's such a crazy like, time. That's the next book idea after the the one you're working on is no, finished. No, TJLC game. I need a real historian though, like someone that grew up in the. I fandom. study history. Like, yeah. Oh, like a historian, like that grew up in. Like, like, what do you mean? Like someone that like, like has been archiving this forever. Like I, it, it it's so I, crazy. Yeah. I mean, I could. I have like, I mean, I've been trained like in school how to be a historian, like. So I know how to research this stuff, like, pretty well. Like, and I know the, like, how to frame it, I think. Like, I have, like, software, like, but, I mean, I got, this is mostly a Tumblr thing, but, I, I mean, I know how to use the Wayback Machine, you know? Like, yeah, I know, and like, that's that. all you need. And, like, also, though, like, like but the, the, here's the thing, though. Like, John Luck goes even further back. Yeah. Like, this, should, this is going back to, to when Sir Arthur Conan Doyle wrote this stuff in, like, the 1800, like, Victorian yep. era. Yeah. Like, people were shipping it even then, you know? Like, so, like, this... And I have access to all these newspaper archives for, in Europe. Like, I could I could find some stuff, you know? Like... Yeah. So... It's crazy. You, know, yeah, you never know what you can find. It's a market that's, like, untapped. And I think people that, like, grew up in that... In the fandom, like, are desperate I'm obs- for... I'm obsessed with internet history and archival work. Me too. So, like, that would be super interesting. To do you, do you follow Lee Speaks? no she makes she makes videos about flash games like from the early 2000s (gasps) and they're so good she's incredible like she's doing amazing archival like work like she's the best i'll send you her stuff she she, um yes please she did a video about girl go games i loved girl go games oh my god the sailor moon one was my favorite yeah she does like She's incredible. I've the been trying to get video in contact games for girls. I've been trying to get in contact with her for like a very long time, but like she only really uses Twitter and like I I have no clout on Twitter, so she doesn't want to Same. Talk to I me. have no clout on Twitter. <laughs> yeah. Either. Yeah, Twitter is like my rec room. Um but yeah, like It's it's the social media where I don't try at all. Yeah, same. Same. But like shout out to it's all the-, the girlies that are archiving everything online. You're incredible. I, it's it's been a big like um like goal of mine to do is like some days like document some sort of his- weird like internet thing in a historical way lol you know Oof, i feel so emboldened and inspired by you mackenzie i really do really sweet literally like no it's true. john Locke forever it's like yes have you seen the her. have you heard of the play slash no no is it about shipping it's about I've never seen it, but it's, like, it's a play with these two women that do the first act, I think, is, like, Draco Harry, and then the second act is John Sherlock. (gasps) 
supposed to be incredible, oh, but I've never seen it. I would I would love to see that. See, these are the this this is a real art. This is the real art. <laughs> in my humble opinion, sorry. Let's see if we can fi- let's see if we can find it playing in New York this summer. Ooh, yeah, we could all go. They they like if it's, if- they just did LA. Um so they sh- I was out of town though. <laughs> Oh my god, your Sorry. sneeze is so cute. Oh, thank you, thank you. Thank you. Not me having a cute AF sneeze. Um, so, yeah, I, I, well, honestly, like, as I've gotten bigger on the internet, it's like, I low-key have clout now. Oh, so maybe yeah, I could be like, like I can yeah, interview you guys or something, I don't know. Like, I need to start yeah, using if, my clout to my advantage or something. Yeah, like, hey, if you, if you, um play do this play in new york over the summer when, when i really want to see it i will do a post for you <laughs> i'll i'll interview you on my podcast that is very popular clearly very yeah <laughs> just it, it's it's doing well it's doing well and I, I don't want to trash my podcast because it's doing we really got well, 10 actually. we got ten hundred thousand listeners hey guys yeah. hey guys you know we're we're doing we're actually doing well i was joking but we're no, we're no Every- like call, call her daddy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, I I just explained call her daddy to Kayo like a few weeks ago, and it was it was kind of shocking to him. It's crazy. It's really crazy, and I don't really understand it because people the barstool sports part of the it's, internet. It's like, like a whole cult. It's, a, it's cult. a cult, and it's confusing and like scary. But yeah, I really don't like that corner of the internet i have no i have no other way to put it i'm just gonna be honest it gives me bad vibes it gives it reminds me of of the kids who are mean to me in high school of course it does of course it does of course okay good like yeah same we're on the same team okay good i was i don't yeah okay cool yeah they they like i had one of my videos years ago re-uploaded on like a barstool sports adjacent no yeah and it all the comments were like this bitch is so fucking ugly i want to hit her with my car <gasps> like i oh hope she God. dies like it was dark it's, so it's dark scary it's scary being a woman on the internet sometimes. yeah it's fucking Especially horrible if they find if those kind of people find it you know? yeah and also just like of course they don't find me attractive you guys consume barstool sports like yeah, You're not true, my target like, audience. Like, chill the fuck out. Um, yeah, but I don't know. If you consume bars, if you can, if you consume barstool sports, you objectively have bad taste in everything, including determining like what's attractive and what's not. Of course, of course. Like, oh god. Yeah, I um, that was really tough. I that's like kind of the reason I cut bangs was because. <gasps> Ooh. Um, people were like, your, come forehead. For your forehead. Yeah. Oh, yeah, they so came for cool. my forehead. It's okay. It was for the better. Like, I like your bangs. I love having bangs too. It's like, I feel like so much more confident with bangs. Yeah, they really help me. Except, like, I never know what they look like. I want to know what they look like at all times so I can fix them at all times. Same. Yeah, yeah that's like, like the one annoying, annoying thing. thing but. but- I feel, I feel like, like it, it makes, makes my, my like, like hair just look better, so I'm yeah, glad I did it. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad I did it too. Every like internet woman has bangs at this point, though. You know, like it's yeah. it's nothing new. Yeah, it's nothing <laughs> but it new. Works. It 
it's good. I I don't know. I just like I I was I had bangs when I was a kid and they looked terrible. Same, same, same. Horrible, horrible, like same, embarrassing. Same. And I don't know, it just worked. I think like the first year I had them though, like they look horrible, really, really bad. They looked like it scared. It scared me off, like how bad I looked with them, like as a kid. But and I was like, fuck. Once I got them as an adult. It worked for me. So when I, I was like, fuck. I guess I'm just gonna be forehead girl forever. That's so cruel. I'm sorry. Like, yeah. Not everyone is gonna be nice to you, and that's just like the way it is. It yeah. hurt though, but like, yeah. I can imagine. I'm so sorry. I can't no. believe people are mean to you. You're such a like smart and nice person. Thank you. But like, you know, it's all love to the internet. Like they're being sweet to me now, so gotta love it. Well, I'll I'll be sure to rally my Instagram followers to attack or not attack. We'll 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 do, we'll, we'll do some def- counter trolling. We'll defend you on the internet. That's Thank what you. uh that's what the punk revolution is all about after all is defending women on the internet right 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 yes yes slay all right um do you think it's probably time yeah why not i i want to keep talking to you because i like i'm having a lot of fun but we will we shall continue this conversation yeah Yeah, hit me in the dm yeah nyc yeah see you this summer see you guys i shall see you summer yeah, we could do an episode I'll, in person together, maybe. Oh, that'd oh, be fun. Oh, I would love to. I'm great in no, person. No, I'll definitely, def- I mean, as long as you want to hang out with me, I'd love of course. to hang out with you in New York. Of course, please. Because, yeah, I need I need friends there. I have a lot show. of girls. I need to meet Ivy. I need to eat. I need to meet Blizzy and I need to meet Ivy in real great. life. Great, done. So easy. So oh, easy. Name an Meeting easier thing. Huh? Name an easier thing. Like, it's done. Ugh. Oh my god, my life is awesome. Yeah, we'll have so much All fun. Right. Well, thank you so much, Mackenzie, for coming on the podcast. This was like really enlightening and inspiring. So, um, yeah, everyone, go follow Mackenzie on her. Th- she has the, as you guys know, because you've been listening this far. Her Instagram is literally just Mackenzie. Twitter is Evil Mackenzie because Elon Musk is evil. Yeah, and. TikTok uh, is dumb Mackenzie. And dumb Mackenzie is her TikTok because TikTok is stupid and dumb. Yeah. I'm just kidding. Dumb TikTok, right? No, yeah. dumb dumb Mackenzie. Dumb Mackenzie. But also dumb TikTok. Dumb. Oh. That's well, how we well yeah, exactly. It. Yeah, t- Twitter is evil, TikTok is dumb. That's yep. how you remember it. Literally. And Mackenzie's right. Mackenzie on Instagram. Awesome. Yep. Couldn't be more Yay. iconic. All right. Thank you so much for coming on. Bye this guys. Has been- Base News Network. Bye. Bye.